0: Welcome to the Freedom Frontline Podcast. As always, this podcast will be completely raw, completely unfiltered, and completely uncensored. Today we're going to be discussing something that is on absolutely everybody's minds. It's a hot topic at this moment, and that is the misinformation surrounding this entire pandemic. We're going to get into everything from these muzzles to the jabs. So if this is something that you're interested in, stay tuned and pay attention. Here we go. welcome to the podcast everybody today we're going to be talking about that one hot topic that one thing that everybody wants to talk about it's on the forefronts of their brains it's running their entire lives it is the information surrounding this entire scenario now as we all know there's a ton of information out there floating around in regards to this COVID 19 pandemic and for many people it's very confusing. So with that being said, a lot of people would rather just comply, do exactly as they're told, and not question anything. I mean, the man on the news can't be wrong, can he? Well, I'm here to tell you today that it's time for you to start making informed decisions for yourself. Never mind what everybody else is telling you. Never mind what the man in the news is telling you. Never mind what your doctor is telling you. Never mind all of the things that you see in statistics when you click on Google in the morning. Firstly, let's get into a couple of things right away. Any of the big companies that you have been using for whether it be search browsers or your main information or your news, a lot of these companies are either funded by people who have shares in these things that are happening or it is just in their best interest to continue to follow absolutely everything that the government is telling you. However, this is typically not the information that you'd like to follow. Ask yourself, if it was something that you completely disagreed with, such as your dietary choice, you'd be going through every single loophole and jumping through all the hoops you possibly could to find information surrounding the topic that you were interested in. So I want to know, why is nobody interested in digging deeper into this topic? Everybody kind of likes doing what they're told. It's almost like everybody is addicted to this fear porn mentality. And they like just being told what to do, being told how to do it, when they can do it, and they're completely content with that. And that is all based on one thing. Fear. There's an entire host of problems that comes along with fear. A lot of them being the exact things that you don't want to happen such as suppression of your immune system, keeping you in a mental state that is constantly not serving you whatsoever, and making sure that you are very, very easy to manipulate. It is one of these things. We have the data to back it. There's a whole lot of books out there that you can read on psychology that tell you that the best way to manipulate people to do exactly what you would like them to do is to make people afraid it's not even up for debate. Fear is one of those things that we all know is an absolute plague to mankind. It is a plague to mental health and it is a plague to every single individual that feels that way. Fear can make you make irrational decisions. Fear can also make you very, very, very easy to control. And that is exactly what has happened here. So what I'd like to do now is get into some of the raw facts and the misinformation that is coupled in with this entire pandemic. First, I'd like to touch on something that everybody's been wondering, the origins. How did the idea of a pandemic start? And I want to go through absolutely everything because there's a lot that you have not been told. Let's unpack the entire origin. So this is how the entire scenario started. With the isolation of the virus, the process of which they used was completely fraudulent and they've done nothing more than create a poisonous tissue culture. You see, the genome they published does not mean that they have isolated anything at all. This was just their way of saying, look, we've published a genome that we have created and I'll explain how this was made possible right now. They firstly did not start with a whole intact virus and sequence <clears throat> the genome instead this entire thing was started from lung fluid of an individual who had a garden variety pneumonia just one patient one patient who had one positive pcr test from that one patient they took the lung sample and they had many 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 sources of genetic material It had our own cells from bacteria and fungi So they took small pieces and put it through a high-tech process called next-gen sequencing, which basically gets the process done extremely quickly. So they then put it into a computer and had the computer take 56.5 million short sequences found in the lung fluid and assembled them together into a genome. So they did this by first using a template to compare it to which was a bat coronavirus, which made no sense at all because we're trying to compare something from a person who had a a pneumonia, a garden-variety pneumonia, and we're now trying to compare it to a bat coronavirus. The problem is that the sequence they created to compare to the template had much of itself missing. So what happens then? Well, they use the computer to fill in those blanks, but it doesn't just stop there. They also didn't only use one software to fill in those blanks, They use two, two softwares to fill in a bunch of blanks. So basically, you're going to have a giant genome sequence. And in that sequence, you're going to have these little snippets that are missing. So they basically use two different computer programs to fill in those snippets. There's a huge problem with that, guys. They never had the actual virus and the intact genome to use in the first place. So they quite literally created one. So they were getting a bunch of different results. So basically they had the chance to pick the result that they preferred and they chose one. And how many different sequences do you guys think they came up with? Let me tell you. They came up with over a million, which is insane. So what do they figure they should do with that? Well, they pick the longest sequence, of course, and throw the others out. The problem there is... How did they know the sequence that they picked was even valid? There's a doctor, his name is Dr. Andrew Kaufman, and he said, Picture if you had the Bible in front of you, and you ripped out all the pages and only used little 10-letter sequences. Do you think that you could put the Bible back together and get it correct? What if you put 10% of that Bible into a fireplace? We all know that it's a physical impossibility. So therefore, nothing was correct about this from the entire get-go. However... They do have a name for this. It's called an in silico genome, which means designed by a computer. So you guys understand what I just said, right? This means that by their definition, the virus only exists in the virtual world. Let that sink in for a quick minute. We're shutting down the entire planet, destroying an entire economy, absolutely crushing citizens, For something that was entirely fabricated by a computer, not by the sample itself? But wait, (laughs) this gets even more insane. When we're talking about variants, this is exactly how they're made. So all they do is they took another single sick individual, they did the same experiment, but this time they didn't use the bat model. They used the template of one of the in-silico sequences, so of course, you'll never ever get the same result why well because the initial result was not acceptable in the first place one of the absolute staples of science is that you need to be able to reproduce a result repeatedly with the same outcome to verify the thing that you were claiming to exist actually exists it's not rocket science we've been doing science like this forever so to forcibly just make people believe something without telling them this portion of it is absolute horseshit. So with this virus, they can't replicate anything e- like exactly because their computer softwares will never be able to replicate the same exact genome with a different sample. So there is where you get the birth of a quote-unquote variant. Here's the catch. As of June 2020... There were already well over 6,000 of these variants that were identified in a lab. Are we going to lock down for every single one of these? Are we going to constantly be worrying about something that is only existing in the virtual world? Every single time they run the program, they will always get another variant because their initial design and method was completely flawed in the first place. So this all begs the question of, well, then what is out there killing people then? Which is a completely reasonable question. And I get this question all the time. You want the answer? Media. That is what's killing people. They have decided to put a magnifying glass on the hospitals and the ICUs. They're saying that our ICUs are full. Well, here's a fun fact for you. The ICU is designed to always run at a ho- almost 100% capacity. Why? Because that's the way the ICU generates income. To add to that, Since the year 2000, the ICUs have been overwhelmed many times with influenza. Guess we just forgot about all those years. Maybe we should lock down just for the sake of what happened in the past. Ask yourself this. They tell you that you've gotten rid of a flu by wearing the mask and social distancing, yet the so-called SARS-CoV-2 is growing in cases. Sounds like they've renamed something with the identical symptoms and counted every bacterial pneumonia, every pneumonia, and every single common cold, which are largely coronaviruses to begin with, into the same counts to inflate the numbers. Nah, must just be a conspiracy theorist, right? We really need to start to get over ourselves in this aspect of things. You know, people constantly calling us conspiracy theorists just for having the balls to come up with the question of maybe I need to look into this a little more and not constantly believe the man in the news or the government's. Maybe these these measures that they've been taking could be a little extreme for what is going on. Maybe I am only seeing things through the lens of the news and the politicians, but what I am seeing with my own eyes and drawing my own conclusions to are different. This is the problem here. Nobody has the ability to just make sure that they are doing their own research and it boggles my mind every single time so for those that don't believe what i just said even though it is all well backed by research that i've you know spent almost a year looking into this and there is not one iota of evidence to say that this entire thing was isolated so for everyone that thinks that oh there's no way they're using a virus to get us into communism well There's plenty of documents to describe exactly what the world governments and groups alike would like us to do, and it's very evident. Have any of you read the UN's agenda for the 21st century and looked into Agenda 2030? You will see that the future they've designed on paper, it says pretty clearly that they want a communist-style society. Oh, that wasn't enough for you? Okay, Well, the World Economic Forum, who is a major player who has the ability to drive economic policies, you can look at their charts and videos for the future to create a communist society. It's all out in the open for everyone to read. These are mainstream organizations putting out policy papers. Look at Europe, look at Israel, and other places already have bracelets like tracking devices that they're using for the vaccinated to allow you to be a part of the public. So tell me again about the conspiracy behind this. This is all evident. This is nothing new. If you are somebody who has been quote unquote awake for the last how many years, all of this is something that we all knew was going to happen. It is nothing new. None of this is a new story. Let's get into the masks. They found out in the Middle East many, many years ago that putting a mask on somebody would absolutely strip them of their entire identity and it would make them easier to control. They are simply removing the personality from people. They are removing the, the expression of people to others. It is so detrimental to our children that we stop wearing these things, that we stop forcing them to have to wear these. If you guys want some actual hard data, there was a study in the 1950s concluded with a group of children, a group of babies. So the babies, they had tested a group of them who were able to see their parents. They had tested a group of them that was able to um, see their parents briefly. And then they had a group of them with parents who were masked all the time. And they were only greeted by the parents when it was time to eat. You know what happened? They had to quit doing the studies because the parents that were masked that were coming in there only to feed the children, the children were dying. It is not a human function to walk around with a mask on and constantly impede your breathing. We know that the buildup of CO2 and the non-ability or the inability to breathe normally and dropping your oxygen level well below 100% along with all the mental ramifications? What about the people who have PTSD? Everybody thinks that if you have a mask exemption, it needs to be something, you know, respiratory. No, a mask exemption is anything physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, or if I simply did not consent to wearing a mask. People, you all need to get over yourselves. It is absolutely embarrassing that there are so many folks out there that see you without a mask and somehow think that they are super virtuous by them wearing one and you not wearing one. I'm here to tell you this. Your mask is doing nothing. There are plenty of studies to show that all you are doing is creating a petri dish of bacteria that you are keeping on your face and inhaling all day long. Do you really think that this is going to have no long-term effects on you? It is absolutely preposterous to think that nothing like that could occur from your mask wearing. I'll be honest with you. The mask wearing is definitely a show of intelligence. If you are a person who has fallen into all of this without doing your own research, then it shows me that you are not intelligent enough to make your own decision. It's similar to the people that are going to get these shots instead of. Making sure that something with a 99.997% survival rate without treatment of almost everybody 60 and under isn't good enough for you? You need somebody else to go there and take care of your health by giving you an injection and you've believed that you can only achieve good health when it comes through a syringe? If that is what you believe, you're a fool. There's nothing else to say about that entire matter. So there's your masks. There you have it. Stop wearing them. They are nothing more than a sign of control. Let's get into PCR testing. PCR testing, from the creator of the PCR test late in 2019 when he died, he had put out a video that said that the PCR test was absolutely never designed to diagnose any sort of illness. It is not what the test was designed for. Now, there are some studies that say if you run the test at anything above 17 cycles you will get false positives. There's other studies that say you have to run them above 30. However we know that there's no such thing as a false positive or false negative. The PCR tests are just fraudulent and not being used in the correct application. You wouldn't throw skateboard wheels on a car to drive your car around. It's just not the way it works. So why would you use something that is completely irrelevant to the testing of an illness if it doesn't actually test for the illness? It is taking a snippet of that genome, and if you cycle these things 40 plus times, or even 30 plus times, you are going to get 97% false positives. Why are we allowing the entire world to be shut down for something in which we know is completely fraudulent to begin with? Nobody's had any questions. Nobody wants an answer. I do. I want to know why there's people that are committing suicide because of this and nobody has anything to say about it. Nobody even wants to look into the PCR test. Why don't we actually demand that science does its job so we can go about our days and not have to worry about something that's not hurting people the way we think it is? Let's talk about these vaccines or these jabs because they are not a vaccine. These injections are not vaccines. These mRNA vaccines, sure, they've been studied for well over 10 years. That's everybody's argument. Oh, they have the research. Look, these mRNA vaccines are injecting a spike protein into you or a genomic sequence into you that is going to tell the proteins in your body and the cells in your body to start creating spike proteins. It is going to turn you into a manufacturing center for these spike proteins. You want to know what happened to the animals they tested this on? I'll tell you. So they tested this on a variety of animals and all of the animals that got the shots died. The only thing this has a track record of is death. And any of the animals that actually did survive, once they were reintroduced to a coronavirus in nature, they had something called a cytokine storm in their bodies where their body starts to think that itself is a problem and starts to battle its own immune system. You start to physically kill yourself from the inside. And people are injecting this into them? When are you guys going to realize that the 2005 PREP Act allows absolutely any of these people to walk, walk away clean from liability. It doesn't matter what these shots do to you. They can just wipe their hands clean and walk away, and any product that's left, the government will buy back. They're not out any money, they're not out any product, and they're definitely not going to be held liable. If they really believed in these so-called quote-unquote vaccinations then they should have no problem being able to put a whole bunch of liability and slap it on with that. However, they don't. They know the outcomes of what's going to happen. So what do they do? They create another one. The J&J shot is hitting you with an adenovirus. They're giving you an adenovirus. But let me ask you something about all of this. All of the people who would typically, you know, look on the back of the box when you buy something to make sure you can check its calories, its fats, its sugars, its proteins, saturated fats, and all the above, read the ingredients list, want BPA-free bottles. Why are these the people that are lining up to go get something that has no human testing? And don't tell me that you've done your research because I will tell you the same thing that I tell everybody who gets their jab and says they've done their research. You are the research. They have skipped long-term animal trials and went straight to you. People are already dropping dead. We've seen women with period irregularities. We've seen men with sore testicles. We've seen mothers that are breastfeeding their babies and the baby is dying. We need to be paying more attention as a society to what is actually going on. There are people out there on the internet right now bragging about after they got their mRNA vaccine from either Pfizer or Moderna that they're able to stick a magnet on their arm and they're happy with it. You're happy with that? You're happy with something that has just hit you and at the site of injection you're able to stick a magnet onto yourself and you think that's funny? What about the people that are getting exploding rashes along their entire bodies? All to be told, it's rare And normal. It's to be expected. What about AstraZeneca causing blood clots? Do you know how they found out that it caused blood clots? With people dying, that's how they found out. There's absolutely no shortage of vaccine injury going on here, and people are just completely refusing to look at any of it because the man in the news, those little floating heads, constantly tell you that everything is okay. Do you know who the news is paid by? Do you have any idea how much reach Bell Media has? You guys really need to start giving your heads a shake and waking up to what is going on. People are becoming infertile. People are being sterilized. After a male receives any one of these shots, they're telling you for six weeks you should not engage in any unprotected sexual intercourse with your partner or anyone else for that matter. Women are just being around other women with this transmission effect that they called shedding, that if a woman is around women that have been hit with these jabs, well, they're starting to get symptoms as well. Their periods are incredibly painful, incredibly irregular. They're shooting out blood clots that are absolutely huge, sometimes the size of a golf ball, and this is not alarming to anyone. None of it's alarming. So you say that you want to go and get yourself the jab so that you can protect other people, but you haven't done your fucking research to protect other people. You're putting other people at risk. So stop virtue signaling. I don't know how many more people need to hear what's going on. I don't know how many more people need to stop running this entire thing off cases. Because let me explain the cases to you. If you send 10,000 people to get tested, right? Say you get 3000 positives. 3000 positive tests. That's what the news will report. But there will only be like three of those people, maybe five of those people who are showing any symptoms whatsoever. But what are they testing for? You could have had anything with that long genomic sequence that they have laid out. They're just looking for a snippet of that. That's it. The PCR tests have gotten coronaviruses or the SARS-CoV-2 in everything from sheep to cans of Coke to melons. It's okay at this point to admit that you've been duped. You've been fooled. You've been had. They got you. They have you afraid to go see your grandma. And now we're finding out that, hey... A lot of these people in these old age homes weren't actually dying from SARS-CoV-2. The military says, and this is coming from the military, that these people were dying from dehydration and malpractice. Huh. So, in the beginning of this whole thing, how they decided to scare you was with the old people. But now with the old people, they're saying that if they're positive and they're the ones that need to go to the ICUs that we shouldn't really be sending them because they're old we should put them on the back burner so let's just continue to you know keep the young people alive which i get in a sense but still why are you marking down all of these people as covid deaths when now we even have the proof are they going to go back and alter the numbers do you think that that's going to happen no are you aware that now they're going to start testing vaccinated people at a much lower threshold on the PCR or not include their numbers unless they die from you know COVID-19 does anybody else know that in all of these places that are completely heavily vaccinated these are the places experiencing a fourth wave that is reaping havoc on people Are you aware that scientists have been warning people that if you were to create a coronavirus and start injecting it into human beings that you could create a completely vaccine-resistant form of this? We need to really start paying attention. None of this is conspiracy theory. These are all things that have been documented. We should never ever be able to go against the guidelines of which vaccines are able to be rolled out. Vaccines are only supposed to be rolled out if you were to have some sort of, you know, inability to find other treatments, which we have tons of, or if the so-called shot-slash-vaccine was supposed to have efficacy rates that are actually way better than the survival rate of the disorder. But J&J's vaccine, 60%, Moderna, 93%, Pfizer, 96%. These are the efficacy rates. Chance of survival, 99.997% chance of survival without treatment. Without treatment. In layman's, you don't need treatment. You'll be sent home for two weeks to quote-unquote quarantine as you get better from this common cold. They've been relabeling absolutely everything as covid But like I said in the beginning, what exactly are you looking for? What exactly are we letting them do to us? Why are we letting them do this? If you were to follow the way these governments work and the way these individuals work and why they're doing what they're doing, it would be a lot more sinister than most people would have to handle or be able to handle. So I don't understand why we would like these people that are fast asleep to just pick up and get it in a heartbeat. They don't want to understand. It's much easier to watch the floating head on the TV and let him tell you what to do because they've made it seem extremely complex. I mean, when they were asked about what these quote-unquote vaccines do, they were told, well, you know, you, you could still get it, you might not get it, Um, by getting this it may just lower your symptoms but you still have to wear your mask you still have to social distance and absolutely nothing else changes so why would you get it i just want to pose all of these questions to everybody and this was just a little bit of information this isn't even touching the tip of the iceberg but this episode i hope you guys enjoyed Because for all the people that do not see what is going on here and think that they know the facts, if you are relying on the newspaper and the news to tell you the facts, let me be the first to tell you that you know nothing. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. You can reach me on Instagram at FR33DOMFR0NTLINE. That's Freedom Frontline on Instagram. You can also reach me at Freedom Frontline on Telegram. I'll be happy to take all of your inquiries there as well. Till next time, this is the Freedom Frontline Podcast.